welcome back to the show that is going to be as good as, or will be better than, WrestleMania. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am gunning for that 24-7 title because I love wearing disguises. I am amazing, Jason Sigler, and my opponent. He is just happy to be off the main roster so he doesn't have to deal with this shit. He is Steve, the shin kicker, shitty. Does that mean I'm a pretty boy? Did, did you make me the good looking guy this time? I mean, if you want to go but with one of us as the other guy, then I get to be the dream, so I'm not exactly ugly myself. Well, yeah, but... Well, wait. You're, you're gunning for 24 so Everyone's gunning for that. You could be... Oh, okay, Gallows. you mean of, of the t- of the two things I talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I thought you were going the other side of, of, of Prince Pretty. Uh, so, yeah. If, if I get to be... I mean, I if I'm going for the 24-7 title, I get to be any of, like, 50 men or women. So... Which one are you? And why is it Robert Roode? Because <laughs> I get to hide behind things and then win a title. Why wouldn't I want to be Robert Roode? Plus, I get to have that killer stash. Have you seen... Look at, look at the beard I can grow. Do you think I can grow a stash like that? No. It does not connect here. I get that's sad. All, that's all you need to have a stash like that, though, is, is up here. Just get rid of the rest of that crap and make this look like Robert Roode good. I think last time I shaved my face, I, I shaved all of it off. I kept the mustache just to show my wife, like, huh, huh. And it looked terrible. I wasn't gonna keep it, but she was. She just laughed and she's like, "Don't do that." Yeah, you would look like such a geography teacher with a mustache. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, we're going to open our page, our books to page three hundred and fifty-eight. Oh, this one's a real nail biter. <laughs> yeah, see, you you look and sound like a geography teacher from Wisconsin, and I think we found your calling in life. Wisconsin. I wasn't going for that, but okay. Um, so, here's the deal. We talked about the worst parts of Money in the Bank and Super Showdown, and we lost that recording. Sorry. So, it's it's now lost to time. Just like all the, both those things. Uh, we <laughs> like don't want to all talk the about time them. we spent watching <laughs> Raw and SmackDown this week. Yeah, um, so uh, briefly we're going to say what our favorite things were on Money in the Bank and uh, maybe the main shows as well, and then move on to uh, non-main roster at AEW because they've got their first show. It's happening tonight as of this recording. And I uh, want to quickly just mention that and run down the card maybe. Um, so Money in the Bank, what, what what was your favorite moment? I know there was a few, but what, what was your absolute favorite? Um, so probably the, the, the one where I marked out the most and just actually got off the couch and was like, that's awesome, was uh, Sonya Deville deadlifting Mandy Rose up the ladder in an attempt to... to uh, to secure that briefcase in what might have been the most dramatic possible ending for that. It was, it, it, it was indeed. Uh, she couldn't carry the ring for her, but she could carry her. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it, it, I, yeah, that's all I can think of when she was doing that and, and muscles her way up the ladder. And then Bailey says, uh, uh-uh, I'm supposed to win this match. It's long-term storytelling. Cause we've learned that if someone else grabs the briefcase for you, then it doesn't count. That James Ellsworth taught us that. But you can absolutely do everything else for them, and it's okay. So that was Mandy Rose was playing right into that. And there's so much they can do with it. This there's nothing they're going to do with this. It'll never be mentioned. But like that, there is like a lot you could do. Like with Mandy blaming uh, Sonia for taking too long to get her up there. Like if you had been faster, we would have won, or something like that, or just being so indebted to her, you could go either way. Nothing's gonna happen. It'll never be mentioned again. But it was a cool moment. It was, and like you said, they they haven't they didn't play on it on Tuesday, so yeah, I doubt they will. But yeah, it's I 
after James Ellsworth did that, and then after this, it makes no reason, it makes no sense why everybody in that match doesn't just come with a surrogate. Oh, absolutely. So it's like while they're wrestling or whatever, those people are trying to fight for the ladder. And we get like <laughs> a 16 person uh, men in the bank ladder match. That would actually be a, like, a cool way to get like more people in. Or like that could be a tag team money in the bank match where only one person can climb the ladder, but the other ones, only one person can ha- give the ladder and only one person can climb the ladder. And you're designated with little flags. That is the most confusing uh, video game setup I can possibly imagine. <laughs> like, try and follow your character. Watch that. No, TNA. That's oh, yep. TNA. <laughs> they had some confusing um, matches. Uh, speaking of long-term storytelling, one thing I did want to mention real quick. We finally got the payoff for sweaty, sweaty Shane McMahon. That man has been sweating for years, and finally it paid off as he slips out of his shirt and falls to the ground to win. Uh, we already talked about the things we hated on Money in the Bank. We don't have to do that anymore. I like we that. Did, we did miss that one. It was it was dumb. That match was, was dumb. So the ref counting the uh, foot on the ropes as a break, and then Shane McMahon slipping out of his shirt, so he wins the match. Because he's so sweaty. It, it's a callback to everything he has ever done as a person. Okay, keep going. I'm done. I'm done. He, he was he was a sweaty boy. You're right. And also, how about you don't get to make fun of Mrs. Dad anymore for looking like a potato? What you looked like when you hit the floor. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Okay. Sorry, I'm talking to Shane McMahon now. (laughs) It's hard to tell sometimes. Sometimes you're talking to me, sometimes you're talking to Shane McMahon, and you don't clarify which one you're talking to. I I understand that, yeah. Uh, So, uh, I'm I'm, going to cheat and say there's two of them that I have to mention, because one is in the match that you're already talking about, which is Bailey winning, and then uh, interrupting the second of Becky Lynch's defenses, and actually, I guess she didn't. No, she didn't already. She interrupted she the. Yeah, she interrupted the post match attack that uh, Charlotte and and Evans were perpetrating on Becky Lynch, and so she interrupts that, and then decides, oh, you know what? This this is a really good time to cash in, so I'm just going to do that, and uh, defeats Charlotte. So she is now the SmackDown Women's Champ, and she gets to celebrate with her people out in the crowd, and just top to bottom, that was just a great. It was a great night for Bailey, and it was also just. It was a perfect bookend to the men's match, which ends with, you know, just fury and anger. I know we talked about in the previous recording that you went to sleep angry, and <laughs> I take a little blame for that, but it's also, you know, Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah, it, it, 50% you, 40% Brock Lesnar, 10% uh, what I ate that night. But, um, no, no, this was a great way to make her Becky one belt without it really being infuriating like because there there was like oh no she's lost to charlotte that's uh, oh bailey gets it oh that's nice so hopefully bailey does good things with it i think she will i like bailey uh please please figure out what you have in her because she could be uh just genre changing and she hasn't been and that's not her fault yeah and then she uh, I, I love that she and Becky team up on Smackdown and uh, Bailey is her her good lovable self just like man it's so good to be back together Look, we're both champs this is great and <laughs> Becky's like when this match is over I'm coming for that title again and she's like I know let's just let's just calm down <laughs> it's, and Bailey Bailey gets to be simultaneously her perfect just sweet self but also she's not sting. Like, she knows that Becky Lynch is still going to come for her. So she's like, ah, I still got my head on a swivel, but I'm glad you're back, buddy. <laughs> it's, it, was, it was a good moment between the two of them. Uh, so that and also um, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. They killed it. Like, Heck that was yeah. just, that was the match that needed to be. 
AJ Styles gets a good pay-per-view match, which doesn't always happen. His ma- his matches on the regular shows are almost always five star, but yeah. So I I was just great. Uh, I'm very happy to see uh, some some dope stuff that each of them pulled out, like that kind of reverse. I, I don't even know what a reverse face buster into like a reverse Falcon Arrow. So he kind of he kind of mixed that up and uh, yeah, just just hats off to both men. That was such a great match, and also. You know, I think I I think it seems like AJ Styles and Corbin are probably going to feud now, which I think is good because I think Styles will bring Corbin. Up. I, obviously, Corbin has been you know pushed and he's he's in our faces all the time. I think him teaming or uh, pairing with AJ Styles, I think will help both of them in various ways. Um, Corbin just running down AJ Styles, and you know, I, I, you, well you lost, and you know you're going to keep losing because you're just a loser, and AJ Styles just smacks him, just like <laughs> shut up, <laughs> nobody likes you, and that's true, nobody does. Yes. So, uh, yeah, those were my favorite Money in the Bank moments. Uh, definitely a show that took a little while to get started. Had some weird ref stuff in the beginning and then uh, leveled out, and I thought it was a, a pretty good show. Which, again, would have been something they could capitalize on story-wise. Like, I honestly thought they are like, oh, they're going to get rid of, they're going to add instant replay analysis to uh, SmackDown to make it more sports-centric or more sports-feel, which would be a really interesting angle to take for a year. But no, it's just, we'll never talk about this again. But boy, that was weird. Yeah, I'm still super excited to see where that show goes in October to see how we change that. Because it's, yeah, it's the biggest change to that show ever. And that is counting the change from UPN to USA. Or actually UPN to, God, that show's bounced around. It was on sci-fi. It was on, man, it's been all over the place. Um... Real quick, Raw uh, moment I wanted to mention was there's there's not a whole lot of wrestling on Raw. Uh, if you want to count the twenty four seven stuff as wrestling, then uh, go screw yourself. <laughs> None of that's wrestling. It's fun, madcap fun, and we talked already about the uh, potential we see in it, but we don't we don't have any faith in their uh, ability to capitalize on that. But uh, Revival and Usos finally get a chance to just wrestle. And man, did they wrestle a hell of a match to the point where the crowds were chanting, this is awesome by the end of it, because they really haven't seen much matches up to that point. But also, like, oh, yeah, we can't watch are, wrestling. And here it is. Yeah. And these guys are really, really good at that. How about that? So I, yeah, I hope that continues. I hope we get to see the two of the, the four of them, you know, doing what they do best and, and leave that jokey stuff behind, at least for the most part. I imagine they'll still be doing some of it, but, um, SmackDown, I really just want to mention Biggie because Biggie's back and also injured, but Biggie's back and he's so excited to see his boys. He can't wait to smell them. <laughs> I think this is great. I don't like it when uh, an injury completely takes somebody out like that has never made sense to me. Like to a point, yeah, if you're, when you're still in full recovery. But once you can get up and walk around and do training, be there and be on the mic. Uh, at, at, when it fit. And so, like, they've been doing that with Alexa Bliss. They're doing that with Big E. Uh, I think that's great. It keeps them fresh. Keeps them in people's minds. And you never know what kind of great stuff you can come out with. Like, Alexa Bliss trying to take credit for Becky Lynch and Nikki Cross winning a match. That was great. Coffee cup in hand. Yep. That was, <laughs> I, I hope that's her new gimmick, is that she's just a caffeine fiend. And she's just goes around stealing people's coffee. She brings one of those uh, the multiple cup holders to the ring and sets it down, and Bailey or somebody like reaches over for a cup, and she's like, oh, "No, no, no, that's mine too. These are all for me." I'm sorry, I didn't get you anything. 
Um, uh, so yeah, some other a- action that happens on SmackDown. Uh, I do have to touch on the negative briefly because uh, Kevin Owens has said I'm not going to Saudi Arabia. So we got to find somebody that will to fight Kofi Kingston. Uh, what's in that box over there in the corner? Was I see it? Oh, that's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's it. let's get him. He'll go. He'll do anything. And it, when every time we need somebody that won't do something else, we call on Dolph Ziggler. He's the one you don't really want to see, but will is willing to do just about anything. I and like Dolph Ziggler. I liked him. I I just don't care anymore because the, the, the constant rumor is just oh he's leaving. He's probably going to leave and go do his stand up career or whatever. And then nope, he's still here and he's still getting paid and. We're pushing him again because uh, it's it, it's Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston where there's no chance that Dolph Ziggler will win. And also, I don't know that we'll see Dolph Ziggler after that. So, no. if you like Dolph Ziggler, maybe you'll enjoy that match. I just, yeah, I, I do not care one iota about that, even if he wraps the chair around Kofi's poor neck and, and tries to kill him. Yeah, I mean... Nothing you said is wrong, <laughs> but I still like Dolph Ziggler, and I he he makes a point. It could have been him. He 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 filled that his career and Kofi Kingston's career have a lot of similarities. So you know, it it, it at least makes sense from a storytelling point of view, and the match will be fine uh, if any of us watch it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it it makes sense, but that's also like the last five years of his career. Yeah. Every single feud that he's had is what about me? That should have been me. I deserve that spot. Let me have it. It's just, yeah, he's not the showstopper anymore. He's the, the stop whiner. No, he's um, he stopped the show. I, I, something silly that probably most, but well, people noticed. You couldn't help but notice it. But uh, Elias lurking in the parking lot when Roman Reigns arrives or is just walking back there, he's just standing on one of the production trucks playing his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a bizarre visual i had to point it out because i just I, I i want him to just i want him to shane mcmahon everything but not jump off of it just climb up there to play guitar <laughs> <laughs> well that'd be great there's a new gimmick for you yeah you see a scaffolding and you're just like up oh, shane mcmahon's gonna jump off of that and then no he just climbs up there just to slowly strum a song about how much he hates the place he's in yeah i would enjoy that um, I will probably blow right past 205 Live. There was, I mean, it, it's good. Watch it. There was an awesome five-way match that is, uh, unfortunately, for maybe a title shot. They, they specifically say that several times. Like, it's not for a title shot, but it could be. <laughs> They're kind of showing off for Drake Maverick. So, uh, Tazawa, Davari, Kanellis, Kendrick, and Lorcan uh, lighted up in that match. It was a good, like, 30-minute match, but... um. Good stuff. I, I, I enjoyed watching it. I also learned from the match before that that Drake Maverick has a theme. I didn't know he Why? had his own music. Why? I Because uh, he comes out. I mean, William Regal comes out and has that. Yes, that's true. So I guess Drake Maverick needs one. But I yeah, I was like, when, when he came out, was, the music hit first. I'm like, oh, new guy. Oh, who is it? Who is it? And then his music, his uh, name came up on the screen. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> It's just Drake Maverick here to tell us something we're probably going to like because this is the show where we like him. Um, and he did make a quick mention about our truth and still hunting him down. He's like, well, I can't find our truth, so I'm going to announce this match. <laughs> like, uh, thanks for the continuity, I guess. Um, 
and Jack Gallagher teamed with uh, Jose or uh, Umberto Carrillo, and it was a it was a good match versus the Singh brothers, where they are, they are dressing like they're trying to piss off their conservative dad. <laughs> they they are just going full, not even Bollywood, but like way beyond Bollywood, and it's it's a look, and I enjoy it, and I don't enjoy them. Okay. Yep. Uh, NXT UK was uh, good. It also featured the, uh, I don't know if you got to watch this, the Walter Dunn 2. No! Okay, I'll go back and watch that. That sounds good. Can I spoil the ending for you? Uh, yeah, it's, it's done. Or it's uh, Walter it's, again, right? It it's is, also but done. not... It's over. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought you meant. Uh, Walter does win, but he does not win how you think he's going to win. Walter gets help. Walter has a faction now. Ooh, is it Ringkampf? Does he have a... Uh... Oh, what's his name? It's not Heidenreich. It's two, it's two guys. <laughs> oh God, I wish I wish it would be Walter and Heidenreich. <laughs> that would be amazing. No, what's the uh, the? It was the tag team. One was from Germany. One was from Italy. I think so. I think you've got the right guys. Eichner and Bartel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. It, it is. So they uh, they interfere and they kind of play it off like, oh, these guys are just you know trying to help you out. Maybe they're they, this is trying out for a. A job later on but then they did they do the whole stand with their you know chest puffed out and their hands behind their backs with him and it, yep. it's clear that they are all together so ring comp is that is that actually like a name that they had before yeah uh i don't know if um bartel was in there but uh um walter and eichner wrestled into that name okay i did not know that so that's uh, that's a it's a known thing then so uh, for the the announcers on NXT UK, definitely play it off like, the, the, "What the hell is this? Like, why are these men together?" And so, I I was right there with them, but um, that's good to know. So yeah, that's how uh Dunn loses that match, and I I I could see the three of them doing in like injure Pete Dunn angle maybe on the next episode to try and maybe get him out for a while and maybe let him rest up or whatever. I I I don't want to see him going for the title again yet. I want to see let's let's. Now that we've gotten it off of him, he was an amazing champion for 600 plus days, almost 700. Uh, now, now let's move on. Let's let's go to like he should go to I SmackDown and wrestle Buddy Murphy. I well, anybody should go wrestle Buddy Murphy. Nobody's wrestling Buddy Murphy right now. <laughs> Would somebody please wrestle Buddy Murphy? <laughs> please just show up and be like, I want a match with Buddy Murphy. Who? <laughs> Buddy You're Murphy's just guy. there, I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm in. Let's go. Let's Ring go, Mike. Down. Um, and NXT, as always, one of the best shows on TV on in wrestling. Um, quickly mentioned that they're building more things towards Takeover, which is actually next weekend. Uh, really snuck up because it's not on a another pay per view. It's not bolstered by anything else. It's just its own show. Yeah, uh, Takeover twenty five, I think, is what they're officially calling it right now, and. Uh, Undisputed Era is back together. They're showing cohesion, and uh, so it's it's they're all they all have matches at this takeover. It's a uh, Riddle and Strong, just because why not? Um, that'll be amazing. Uh, Cole and Gargano for the title again, which is weird. Cole, Cole uh, his big selling point for that is Gargano. You know that I got one of the three falls out of our match, and it's eating you alive. And Johnny Gargano's <laughs> like, uh, I got the other. Two, are you bad at math? <laughs> <laughs> it was such a weird promo because he's like, "That's all he. Had, that's the only talking point he has." He's like, "Yeah, I pinned you once." It's like, "Okay, good job, Adam." Pinned you Move twice, on. mate. 
Yeah. And, uh, uh, the undisputed era, uh, not war Raiders, um, forgotten sons. I always forget them. And street <laughs> profits. You're supposed yeah. to street profits and, uh, Lorcan and Birch. They are going to fight in a, uh, four-way tag team ladder match for the titles because they're right now not being held by anybody. The uh, Viking Raiders dropped them. So I've, and, and dream versus uh, Tyler breeze returning Tyler, Tyler breeze now. So that that's going to be an amazing card. Not surprisingly a takeover card, but uh, yeah, that's next weekend. So that's more yeah, wrestling. That's, that's exciting open. that they're doing that. They have the faith to let takeover do their own show. I would love to see that. Is it, um, yeah, they should do that more often because that's always been the downside of takeovers is there's only four of them. I would love there to be six. I think there should be six takeovers a year. Yeah, I I absolutely agree that they should do this. Not all the time, but yeah, occasionally just throw one out there. That's... Yeah, one for each of the big four and then two just on their own sometime throughout the year. Yeah, again, they're selling this one because it's the 25th takeover. So they also have a little, you know, a reason to really kind of throw this one out there by itself it gets to stand on its own and i yeah the card is gonna kill so looking forward to that um now we're gonna move to aew which is something i know very little about i so you chant that i keep chanting now that i've been watching it for like three episodes i chant the elite the the elite i really don't like that song i i really hate it and i want it out of my brain but it's there now so this is where we live. Uh, so I've subscribed to all of AEW's YouTube channels. I'm trying to catch up on all the stuff, get all the the uh, back story for as many of the matches as I can. And I, I still have not decided if I'm going to order Double or Nothing tonight. But it's uh, a card that I certainly hope is, is killer. I hope everybody just is on their A game. Uh, yeah, I would like to watch it, but I, I don't know that I will. Uh, is... How close, closely are you watching this right now, and are, are you excited for this this uh, show? Oh, I'm super stoked. There are, are several matches on here that I cannot wait for. And um, very, very excited for the uh, Casino Battle Royale, which is pre-show streaming somewhere else easier to find. So you should at least watch Everywhere. that one. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I think it's on YouTube and everything. So I think that's it's like the kickoff shows in WWE. You can watch mm-hmm. it pretty much anywhere, and that's it, the buy-in is what they're calling it. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that 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 I mean, we've got uh, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros again. Hopefully not last, so they can actually do a whole match. Rey Mysterio is not allowed to go down a ramp very slowly this time. Uh, Omega versus Jericho, Reynolds versus Reynolds, or Rhodes versus Rhodes, however you <laughs> want to say it. You mean you mean Runnels? Rodels, the Rodel brothers. The Rodel brothers are coming. I thought you were just throwing out a match I hadn't even heard of. I'm like, who the hell's Reynolds and who the hell's Reynolds? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cody versus Dustin. Yes, Cody versus Dustin. Uh, I think this is going to be Dustin's uh, retirement match, (coughs) which will be both sad and awesome at the same time. It absolutely should be against Cody. Um, This is a cool thing. Like that, that alone should have your heart invested in, in this card. Yeah, I, it's also uh, watching the uh, build-up uh, show that they kind of did on YouTube or elsewhere. I think it aired somewhere first. Um, Cody specifically says, I'm not just fighting uh, 
you know, for, for the family, I'm fighting uh, to kill the Attitude Era. Like, I specifically hate the Attitude Era. I hate what it represents right now. And he represents that. So I am going to be fighting him with that in mind. Like, every time, you know, <laughs> every, every time I punch him in the face, I'll see Sable's almost naked tits. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you! I hate you! May Young giving birth to a hand. I hate it. Stupid. Um. <laughs> well, this just brought a new fire that I didn't know I had for this match. I was already invested, but now I truly am all in. Oh, that was the last one. Dang it! No, I'm, you're tr- truly I'm truly double or nothing. Double or nothing. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, the the one match I want to shout out that it hasn't gotten nearly the the buzz of the other ones because it it's a smaller match, but it's definitely one to keep an eye on. It probably will open the show. Uh, the best friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Do you know who, who Angelico and Jack Evans are? I've definitely heard of them, but not really know. Okay. They are amazing. Jack Evans is kind of the, uh, the, the progenitor of the, I don't need a microphone cause I'm so loud. I'm going to cut a promo throughout this entire match style. And uh, Angelico will jump off of anything, but look good doing it. So he's like a a good Shane McMahon. So uh, it's awesome. I'm I'm very excited for that. So lots of cool stuff. Very excited for Double or Nothing. Super excited for uh, Tuesday Nitro or whatever they're calling it. Tuesday no Tuesday Night Dynamite. I, Which you, I, you you need nitroglycerin to make dynamite, so it makes sense that I would be confused. I think they would stay away from the nitro name as much as possible. For Absolutely, le- they legal should. reasons. Yeah, I I don't know what they'll call that, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I I will say that I and I I would love to have Frank Gibson, a friend of the show and lover of all things being the elite and AEW now. Um, I would love to have him on the show and just just talk back and forth about because I know he loves that show, that YouTube show, and everything they do. And I've watched now three episodes of it, and it's just the lowest budget. It's not bad. It's okay, but it just it just seems like something high schoolers came up with. The way it's filmed and everything, it's just very. And I I, I have to imagine I, they actually mentioned this on the latest episode. Uh, one of the uh, Young Bucks, and I do not remember which one it is, Nick or Matt. Uh, They're the same person. It doesn't matter. That's what it seems like. Yeah, uh, he does answer like a fan question. It's like, hey, once AEW becomes a thing and you get your show, will being the elite go away? And he's like, yeah, we don't know yet. It's there's very there's a very good possibility because you know breaking things up and doing things over here and then also over here is confusing. So, but I don't know. But I would hope at least if they do continue it, the production value will go up because they've got that money behind them now and. Uh, it's it's easy to see the other things that they have for AEW now. You, the production is definitely up there. Like the 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 money has come in, and now we we've got the means to make this look a little better. So the interviews and the promos and everything can look like you know not a guy in his bedroom just talking about a title he wants. Hey, I'm, that's how I'm, the Miz started. Well. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and look how long it took him to <laughs> finally. <laughs> Some of these guys don't have that long. Especially if you don't wrestle like the Miz. If you choose to wrestle like him, then yeah, you got all the time in the world. There's a soft style. I'm I 
I'm gearing up to possibly order it just because I want to see it and I want to see it like ASAP, but we'll, we'll see. I, I definitely will see it at some point and I'm very excited for, you know, the guys I know I'm very excited for, and the gals and I'm very excited for the guys and gals that I don't know. And yeah, I, I just, I, I want to get like geared up into this and really ready for when that show launches. So I, you know, am up to speed. I know what's going on. Like, obviously I know, you know, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Okay. Yeah. I know those guys well enough, especially Jericho, but yeah. Be up on hangman page. What's he, what's his deal? What's he doing? Uh, what, what's the over under to keep with the, uh, poker Vegas theme betting terms. Yeah. On, uh, his opponent being John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose. I'm hoping it's yeah. I'm I'm if he, if he's gonna show up, I hope he's in the the battle royal, and I hope he does not win. But um, yeah, there's lots of things they could do with that one. So. Did you watch the match he had with Pac uh, yeah. since he refused to come to eight to double or nothing? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did I too. It was great. I it it's it it's weird the way they did that and I, I the full story is still not known if Pac you know refused to lose to lose when he already holds a title uh yeah I, wrestling is weird especially when you wrestle for more than one promotion you're going to have mm-hmm. you know that's the thing I'm worried about up. with AEW in general is because they are being so open with letting people wrestle in some other promotions that conflicts like this could happen so well it'll be interesting to see how it goes but all in all, very excited. Can't wait. Get in my eyeballs. And it will very soon. We got AEW. We got TakeOver. Absolutely not Super Showdown. Stomping Grounds. Everything you could ever possibly want. And more. And hopefully, it will not send you to bed angry. And that does it for this episode of Pro Grapplers. We thank you for listening. If you like it, you can please subscribe. You can do that at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Leave a review while you're there, if that's possible. If you like this show, you can listen to our voices on a couple of other podcasts. We do digital strips where we talk about the newest and greatest web comics that are on offer. And also, Today I Learned Nothing, where we talk about our lives and how funny they are to us. And if that's funny to you, please give us a listen. You can follow us on Twitter, at pgrapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler. Individually, I'm at Idahobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm amazing Jason Sigler. And I remain Steve the Shinkaker Shinny. We're just happy that wrestling's on tonight, here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers. <laughs>